0: So on the, on the EGL stuff. Yeah. So you're pretty famous now, I suppose. That that first yes. that first, <laughs> that first and, video. It honestly, it's
1: got, it, it was literally I feel what launched me. <laughs> yeah. Because I walk yeah. into any conference now, and everyone knows who I you're am. That's the weirdest thing yeah. ever. Yeah. I'm should? just like my enabling good lives um, video. You should have. Oh. Um, it should
0: be part of your induction, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Or even like the,
2: the, um, the sickness stuff with Kylie, she's got a page and she tells everyone, like I'm yeah. not even a part of that. Like, Team Kylie. I've been in the community yeah. and I'd, I'd just rather, we can talk about it if we need to and if not, we don't need to. Yeah, Kylie. You know, like, it just, yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't, I don't know. That's an important balance as well, because yeah. like, even with my YouTube and, and the podcast and stuff, I don't want people to get this impression that I'm about my... Disability, do do you find that as well? Yeah, so
1: that's why I keep uh, them very separate. So I have my public profile, which I'm really struggling with because I find it really awkward and really difficult to To promote yourself. Yes, I'm I know I have to get my head around that. I have no issues
0: with that whatsoever, I know I have to get my head around that, but um, and I need
1: to. And I've got a website starting soon, yeah, um, which a friend who's is in the process of helping me set up. Um, I do have my team Kylie page, which is for my close friends and circles or those who want to be invested in the journey. I think for me, what it allows is a place for me to explain what's going on, where things are at and what that looks like, and then walk out the door. And I don't have to talk about it. I don't have to have a conversation with anyone about it because... Except for me, because I don't want to be a part of that page. Because one, people... Because one, people know then and two I'm not fielding 50 calls being like so what's going on and what's happening or people ringing mum going hey I know Kylie had an appointment or oh my god she's ended up in hospital like what's going on and so I can actually update on that people can know and then I can get out and live my life so I can leave my disease in the team Kylie page and I can leave it in the hospital and anything outside of that then my condition my disease isn't discussed I can live my life while people still feel like they understand what's going on and invest and can support me because the thing with like my condition with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome is that I'm in neck braces and then I'm not and then I'm covered in braces and then I have no braces on and then I'm standing and then I can't stand like it doesn't make sense to people and so much of I guess what's going on is also uh, it's completely hidden as well and so it just allows people to understand, I guess it's about breaking down the barriers around disability stigma as well. Um,
0: what, what I want to say before I, before we get too far is that, you know, I realize that Team Kylie Page is private, so I won't go into sort of what you talk about on that. But there, there is something to say about how descriptive you are when you're writing your posts in there. And, and, it really helps you to get sort of what you're going through like if only I could write the way that you write like honestly when, when I'm reading those I'm like wow she had a really bad day today like, like not just a bad day but I, I, I can really feel the levels at which she was struggling that day. Yeah, so just wanted to say that.
1: And hopefully I raise you back out of it at the end. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because
1: yeah. I'm always aware of doing that, like just yeah. being real because people yeah. don't understand, people don't understand the behind the scenes then because if I don't speak about it, people are seeing a false perception of reality as well. And so I'm, I'm very careful to try and hold the balance of, of those in different areas.
0: So you said that you try to keep things separate, you know, your public profile and everything you know going going on with you but we both know that in reality at some point they do come together but like just being a public person is part of our situation part of what we go through so what's what's that like
1: difficult sometimes to manage um (laughs) i i love what i do i love every everything that i get to do it's it is, in a sense, living my dream, I feel now. Like I'm actually doing, like it's, it's got bigger meaning than just me or just whatever, you know. Um, but I do have a lot of downtime as well and I don't think people see that. Cool. Um, I don't think they see the days and days in bed afterwards or the migraines or the vomiting or fainting and falling over again and again. Um, that's where I think my crew, my team that I have around me through my Enabling Good Lives are so good at holding that and picking up the pieces. Not so much, but they're good at supporting me. They're like, we're here to be here for you, whatever that looks like. So they're there on the good days and then they're there in the difficult days and often know that the good days are followed by difficult days. But I wouldn't actually have it any other way. Um, because being able to meet with people and build relationships and speak out and and and, and push and speak up about why enabling good lives is so important and why all disabled New Zealanders should and need access to the choice and control. It is such a drive for me, it's changed my life so much that it's literally, uh, it's a driving force that gets me up in the morning and it's um, meeting with people and building relationships and you know I had six months in bed bound and three and a half years home bound and then spent years in and out of hospital, in and out of residential, in and out of having like providers come in and and help and stuff. And so I feel now like the ability to live life is such a gift. Do you know what I mean? And I couldn't do this if I didn't have my EGL funding in place. If I didn't have EGL, if I wasn't living in the Waikato, I, I would still be getting an hour and they get out of bed in the morning and get onto the couch and that's it. I would still be a prisoner in my home and I'd still be banging against the windows and the doors, just frustrated. And uh, Reuben here, who's with me today, yeah. could actually testify and give strong background to that because he saw, a lot of my close friends saw the utter frustration and the despondency I felt sometimes because all I wanted to do was connecting to community, was to meet people, was to engage in life and the systems that were in place were the one thing preventing me from not being able to do that and to have to be reliant on friends and put into a place of codependency where I couldn't just be me and my friend but it became a a me and my disability and, and you know like because I needed so much help to engage in the simple things.
0: So, for the people that might be listening that have no idea what EGL is, sort of, you know, they can read about it on the website and all the different cabinet papers that we're putting out, but what really has made the difference? I mean, it seems like a drastic improvement in your quality of life, so just for the people listening.
1: Yeah, so my quality of life, my physical functioning (laughs) level now is probably down at least 150% than what right. it was three years ago.
0: 150%?
1: Yeah. Okay. My quality of life is probably yeah. up 200%. So, so the
0: bit is, why then?
1: Because I have the funding from the Ministry of Health into my bank account, and I choose who works with me, how they work with me, when they work with me, for what hours. I'm able to make the decisions that work for me, for my life. Um, and it's not people my parents' age coming in and helping me and telling me what to do and how to do it and how yeah. to live. Um, it's people that are just my own age who are in my community, who are students or who are people in my wider networks of friends. I think the coolest thing about it is that I'm able to then, so I'm able, so then I carry the mana because I have become someone who's able to engage you in employment. So I contract my workers, so I contract workers, and I find that works really well for me because it doesn't push me into a business model. and i'm able to then work with people
0: oh so hold on you don't even do like the payroll stuff you no. contract them and they have to deal with their no, own so stuff.
1: i actually run my <laughs> i actually run all my platform through MyCare, which is a new okay. development which yep. is a new platform that yep. allows workers looking for work and helpers looking for help sorry for people sorry workers looking for work and people that need help to find help mm. and so the it's a uh, A platform that allows you to book and pay so all of my so i do it all on an app and so all of their um, tax is taken out and so they don't even have to worry about the tax and then because they are contracting they can now work with me and say for others and it's just one income but they can also then get the money back at the end of the like the tax rebate for the expenses that come along with the job so they're able to build a job and a life that works for them and I'm able to build the team that works for me. So I have quite a big team. I work with a lot of students. Um, and so I find that works quite well for me. So I've always got someone to cover some shift and work with them with their schedules. So it's a very much give and take on both side relationship. And it's more like friendship than, yeah.
0: So so back, back to EGL, yeah. I mean, tell us a bit about, so you touched on it before, how you'd like sit on the couch all day and that's, That's all you'd have funding for. So where are you now? Sort of what are you doing?
1: So um, I'll backtrack just a little bit. I did have very minimal help. I did manage to get work. I did manage to get part-time work um, during that time. Um, And so I worked for a provider um, in an advocacy role. And so I was able to do some work through that time. But I um, wasn't able to keep that up with my joints were dislocating more I was losing function of my hands and that sort of thing Um, so now um, so I have people come in in the morning I can cook my own meals I can get help to cook with meals I can get to appointments so no longer is my sister having to choose whether she eats or whether she works with me because she was working full. she was studying full time working part-time and then I couldn't get to the hospital for my appointments because she was a natural support system and expected to be there for me. But she was working, studying full-time, working part-time, and then if I needed help, she had to take time off work, which meant she didn't have money for food. So, and then it pushed us into a strained relationship, as opposed to my sister being able to be my sister and my parents being able to be my parents. And so I was pushed into needing support from them for things that they weren't able to necessarily, you know, it was a, a tax on them that they didn't have the capacity for, because I don't live near my parents. Right. Um, so now I can get the help to do the things that I need to do to go the places I need to go. So I think the key is that EGL doesn't just look at what your basic cares are; it looks at what you need to live a good life and what you need to, um, yeah.
0: That's awesome.
1: Um. So my so. As my conditions progressed, um, that's had to be reassessed at points in time.
0: So going back to the fact that you don't like self-promoting yourself, what uh, self-promote yourself right now? Like, like, what are you doing? Like, for money? Like, like, what do you do? Like, um, talk, I con- talk to us so, about what okay. you're doing. Yeah.
1: So I'm contracting, <laughs> yep. advising, and yeah. um, speaking and speaking out again, I guess, important issues. Um, I'm meeting with a lot of disabled people at the moment and just hearing different people's experiences, struggles, the things that are working for them and the things that aren't. I'm trying to understand the bigger, more complex issues so that I can start speaking out on them a bit more with background and experience. Um, and I'm working with a lot of different, I'm in conversation with a lot of different providers. Um, I spoke at Parliament. You Um, did
0: too, tell us a bit more about that.
1: So you know how employers drive it, whereas now it's a new way of, it's, um, so. Self-directed. So, um, I I spoke at Parliament about consumer-led and directed services, so now, um, employers, you know, in the past it's been businesses telling consumers what they want, but in the last few years we've seen a trend of it's actually flipping and so consumers are telling businesses um, what they want and so and it's consumers going out and initiating new um,
0: innovations s- innovation. services, so, yep. we
1: had um, likes of my food bag um, my lab we had we had a bunch of other innovative cool organisations <laughs> there, um, and people doing incredible things and so I was invited to um, speak on a panel on My experience is of consumer led services in the disability sector and why that had to go forward and so I was speaking um, to Ministry of Health officials, MSD and government officials on why the disability sector should be consumer led and directed when everything else is as well because the reality is, is that any non-disabled person in their world get get to make the choices and have the control over how they live their lives.
0: So I'll tell you why I really wanted to pick up on what you're doing now. That there's a lot of people out there that would say disability funding is dead funding, and we're just always (laughs) we're just always going to be looking after these people, and really they don't really do much. They don't pay taxes. So I would challenge. What's the point? So yeah.
1: So, I would challenge that. I actually went to an event recently where we had all the different parliamentarians, you know, all the different parties come and speak about their policies around disability. And someone made the comment about how, you know, disability gets a lot of funding and lots of other organisations and parts of society would love that funding too. And I hit back at him and I said, actually, disability needs the funding because if you actually support people the way that they need to be, then not only are you just supporting people to be at home, but you're actually enabling them to be part of society again, to connect into society, to engage in society, to build community. And then not only are you contributing members of society, you become contributing, financial contributing members of society. And since I have started like, since having my Enable and Good Lives funding. I'm completely off the benefit now and completely self-funded. I mean, that's And it. so who knows where that's going to go. So now, while I'm getting more funding than I have in the past, my disability deteriorated more, but actually, it's actually will cost less in the long run because I'm able to build myself up as a businesswoman.
0: You're paying back in. You're Yeah, and can you imagine, there yeah. are
1: so many incredible, talented, um, disabled people who have had huge careers and have been in incredible places, but are not having the support to engage in those places that they were previously employed. And so if we actually supported people the way they needed to be supported, then so many more people would be able to engage in society. And it's not even just like, and you know, there's innovative work and there's, but it's more than that. So if I'm able to employ, people and 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 you know contact people within my wider community Mm. i work with one girl she had never experienced or uh, really met or interacted with disability before because it had never been in her world she works with me now but so she's able to explain disability She is now able to engage with others with disability because she's worked with me and she understands it now and she gets it, but not only that, she's able to break the barriers down for others in her community now. I'm able to go out with her, her wider circle sees me, they help me, I mean, she helps me, they watch her, they start emulating, and now they understand disability as well. And so all of a sudden, can you imagine, it's no longer disability being just supported by providers, it's actually disability being supported by community, and community wrapping around disability, and it's just people then, you know? It yeah. actually breaks down hmm. the, the, the... It breaks down the constructs that have previously been there.
0: You actually bring me to my next question, because... You know, there is a risk that EGL could be like this bubble, and yeah. we sort of live in this nicely funded, not n- nicely proactive bubble. But what you're saying is, you're 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 affecting that. You're you're getting the community involved in, I'm a, in and, your and story. And exactly, yeah. and so
1: this is what I love yeah. about. Um, so I am the self-direction advisor for my care now. Um, and so wow, one of the, the mad
0: that, hustle. you got everything going <laughs> on.
1: So I work, <laughs> I work a lot with them and what I love about what MyCare is doing is that they're actually offering a platform for people who want to work in the industry to actually come onto the platform and, and offer their you know, their work or their services or whatever they're interested in and people can volunteer or people can get paid work but all of a sudden then you've got a whole lot of people who have never worked in now most of the people that come onto the platform haven't actually had previous support work so you've got young students, you've got a 17 year old who's come onto the platform because he's like, well, you know, I have some time to help someone in the garden like I'm keen to go and help someone cook a meal, I can do that and then, for money and voluntary, so it's both so it's both, but it's not only disability, yeah. it's older persons. And you know, we're an ageing society, and just, and you know, and, and so I think it's really cool that it's actually offering people the um, opportunity to engage. So, you know, I want to help, but I might not want to work with a provider, but I've, I am able to help Kylie, you know, and so that's where a lot of my crews come from is my wider community. And they're like, I'm looking for work, and I'm like, hey, I can offer you work, but then they get to know me as a person. And, and their perception, and a lot of my crew have said their world views have changed, they've been open, they've been enlightened, they have a different perception of life now.
0: Yeah, um, just in my experience, my sort of support team and people have said similar things, mm. like they wouldn't want to work for a giant care organisation yep. but they're quite happy to work for me, so I think and EGL goes a long way there's a, to There's a key solve there. that
1: because it's not task driven, it's relationship driven. And it's not about going and doing a thing and getting out. And it's actually, it's a relationship with you and me. It's not, it's not I report to all these people, like you're my boss. And so then I. it's a relationship with you and we work it out. Yeah. And so I think that's a massive key. And I think what EGL offers in the future as well, as it's rolled out further, is actually more people to just engage in the sector and the breakdown of those constructs I guess. It offers more choice and it's about choice it's not about saying you have to do it this way or you have to do it this way or you have to do it this way it's about being there needs to be choice and that's what
0: I mean. So on the topic of you being a boss, what uh, what do you do when something goes not quite right? I mean these relationships are quite exposed aren't they? These are people that are your friends but you're also their boss, there's money involved What's that been like for you?
1: I guess it's it's a give and a take and it's a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and anyone, you know, um... I think it's getting the right match to start with. Yeah, I think that's, that's the
0: really key. Cool. That's and it's good. about making yeah. sure
1: that you're both on the same page. And then it's about making sure that you're constantly having open communication. So I have an open book. Um, My crew will talk to me about anything that, like if they're having trouble, if they don't know something. Some of them are nervous coming on because they're like, oh, but I haven't done this before and I don't know. And what if I get it wrong? I'm like, there's actually no wrong answers. Like, I'm just like, it's an open dialogue. If you have a problem, if you're not sure about something, ask. Yep. If you want to know about my disability and all the intimate questions asked, like there's actually nothing off topic for me, um, and so it's about it's building a relationship, and then it's making sure it's checking in with them to make sure how are they going with it, how are they enjoying it. Other times, working for them, um, you know, I have had I have had uh, quite a few staff turnover, but that's not because of something's gone wrong per se. It's because they're moving to Auckland or they've gone into placement and they now, you know, have yep. full-time placement and and so I have some staff come back and come go and some just work summer and, and but it, it's relationship to start with, so.
0: Yeah, I mean you seem like a really nice person and staff but we we all have sort of bad... Bare... Oh,
1: my, and my crew actually <laughs> say, the, like, my, it, it, but it's true, like, my crew say, and I said to them sometimes, I'm like, you see the worst parts of me. <laughs> yeah. Like you see when I'm really stressed in the morning, when I'm really not feeling well and I snap. Yeah. And sometimes I've just oh, gotta yeah. say, I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. Like yeah. I didn't talk to you very nicely this morning and I said that's because I realize I'm not feeling well, I've got a headache and I just I really don't feel up to today or I'm really nervous about this appointment and I've yeah. realized that I've just taken that out on you and yeah. and they're like man that's what we're here for and we're here to walk it with you and we're here to be in the trenches with you and then and be up the higher, and they're like, we. That's, that, and 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 you know, a number of them said actually, that's what they have. You know, they are like the vulnerable moments uh, make the higher moments more real, I guess, sometimes as well.
0: Awesome.
2: Um, as well as like the grace that you have, that they have to have in those situations, you also like provide the space um, where we where we are in need as carers, yeah. that you actually um, have supported. Like I think about sometimes we have be like, "Oh man, financially you really need some money at the moment," or you know you haven't had enough work, and you've just been like, "Okay, how can I, you know, make this work for you to make sure there's some extra work or uh, you know, move people around?" And because you put that ability, you're actually able to support others in the community as well yeah. who, who don't have a disability, but you know you're, you're actually changing financial situations of students and whatever that looks like.
0: Okay well since we've got you on the mic real quick, like what's it been like being part of an EGL sort of team? Um, gosh that's, it's been like, it's been like five minutes, I don't really know the context but.
2: Yeah I, I mean so I've known Kylie personally so it's, it's been oh, a little okay. bit different. Um, She's had this team around her, and I've just been someone in the community. I've known her for probably like 10 years maybe now, and we've sort of walked beside each other. I've, I've been in different parts of the season with her, but there's been... Like, I've, I'm just a random person who's a random student who's a friend of hers, and I've been in a financial situation where I need help. And, um, and she's been able to provide that, being like, oh, I can't pay for rent. And she'll be like, okay, uh, come do some hours for me, and, and I can support you. Can you build something for me? Yeah. You know, because she's got the ability to just use her money how how she needs. She's she can do that. And I mean, there's other things that she's drawn me into, like this whole idea of um, changing people's perspective on things. Like she she invited me to this elevate Christian camp, and it was just like the most mind blowing, challenging experience. But it changed me and my compassion for people in general, like a, like beyond just people with disabilities. Wow. Just having grace for people who are who are in suffering yeah you know this 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 journey and it's actually like i don't know yeah yeah
0: the thing i want to say just just being around both of you there's so much energy right now i mean (laughs) i mean that's not something you can portray in a podcast real easy but there is so much energy here today like kylie you're smiling you're happy and you man you're happy to be here doing this thing with kylie so i just want to say that real quick yeah
2: it's 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 funny um you know watching kylie now you know she said before about this season where she was in um in the black the the sort of the black area of this when the the sickness first hits and all of these things began happening to your body and all of these things start to change and your hope is low and she didn't have ability to like to, to move any of her own life like there's other organizations that had control of Of what she did and who she had looking after her and now i get to walk beside her after seeing that and it was hard to be around like in the same way she talked about her family um having strained relationships even friendships it was challenging yeah but now being able to watch on and see what what enabling someone to have control of their own life um does and and is doing in kylie i'm like i'm excited like I'm excited to see what opportunities there are for her and how she's just able to actually grab hold because she's got this, there's not, not someone else telling her what she can and can't do. Yeah, She's able to like actually reach out and go, I can do that because I have control of my own finances. I have control of who I have in my life. Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: And, um, and what drives me, I guess, and what gets me out of bed and and, and what, makes it so worth it and what makes me just wake up and and just live and, and love the moments that I get to live is one, I don't get to live them all. There's so much time that people don't see where I'm stuck in bed on my back or I'm stuck in a hospital. I spend probably heart at least one or two days a week up at the hospital a week. Um, but more than that is the reality that if I did not have EGL in place I would now be stuck in a nursing home and they tried to put me in a nursing home or it was suggested when I was about 25 um, but it's no place for a young person <laughs> yeah, no. um, and so and so that gives me drive. I think the other thing is that I have friends with the same disease process in both Auckland and Christchurch who still don't have those supports in place and, and so many others I see and know of who are struggling still to maintain the bare limits of life and that drives me because I'm like, if I didn't have this, I would still be there. Therefore, I have to speak up and advocate for it because I know where I would be without it and I know where others are without it
0: so this next question might seem like I'm killing the positive vibes but when I've been going around the country and speaking to different cities about what we're going to do in their town in terms of EGL they'll say things to me like well that's fine for you guys because you can speak and and you're aware of your surroundings and
1: i've heard but, a lot of this myself yeah yep.
0: those people that have higher need and a more yep. reliant yeah you know egl won't work for them to employ their own people so what what would you be saying to advocate
1: i would push back on that yep. because we've already seen in the wakato that people who don't have voice, we've seen families, we've seen people with intellectual disability actually make it work and do well. So you know, people can take control of their funding and you know some people are still going to stay with providers but you're going to have the choice to pay that provider and have say over that provider now and you are going to have the end say whether you stay with them or with you. go. You know the reality is at the moment if you complain about something then you have to take it up the ranks. but whether that's fully addressed or not, is actually, it's not on you, you know, you don't have the end say in that. Um, and so you're actually going to have more power to make the decisions that are important to you, and you're going to, you know, and I think the other thing is people are fearful of change, and people are fearful of what's going to happen, what does that mean for me, but it's Am never I been done get before. Less?
0: Am I going to get less? You know, that's a question yep. that we've heard, and. I mean it's hard for me to answer directly because it's person to person but we have a really strong principle in EGL that no one is worse off, I'm sure you know that.
1: Absolutely and I've seen it and you know EGL have been so supportive. (laughs) I think the thing is too is that you can also spend your budget on things that are not just disability costs per se, not just person or man hours, costs, woman
0: hours, woman hours, man yeah. hours.
1: You, so I've been able to buy like a blender so that I didn't have to go onto medical formula. I've been able to buy shoes that go over my braces. Yeah. Um, and you can afford those things because you've got a full package, the whole year. And if I if I can portion that out, then it's not actually that you know, it's not a lot less each week, or it's, you know, I can go home, you can, there's different ways that you're, if you can manage it, that, you know, you can, um, trial different things. Um, but I also think that, you know, it's exciting, you know, and people who are, have been in residential treatment, residential, um, uh, homes, sorry, um, you know, um, are able to, you know, look at flatting or look at other opportunities as well. Um, and not everyone's going to want that, but it's about, and you know, some people are happy with what they're getting now, but it's choice and it's having that choice.
0: So I want to ask directly, what is your relationship like with the EGL team? So the people that actually run the demonstration over in the Waikato, what, what's that like? Can you, can you talk a bit about that? Um, Can you? I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I have a connector just like everyone else does. Y- yeah. And um, if I have any concerns or if I have things that I need to address with them or if I need funding for a blender or the shoes, because they were special shoes, I couldn't get shoes anywhere to go over my braces. Um, then I take that to my connector and the connector sends it to the funding committee. So it's actually no different than any other EGL participant.
0: Okay. Um, but just for those people that may, not, I do may speak, not even I have know spoken, that part, yeah. yeah.
1: But I have yeah. spoken at EGL-run events.
0: Cool. Yeah, That's really cool. I'm thinking, do you have any advice for the good people of the Mid-Central? That's where we're off to next. Yes. So I wondered if you had any sort of thoughts or gems for them to consider as they go into the EGL journey?
1: I think... See the thing is, it's interesting is that it's taken me, it took me over a year to break down the constructs in my mind of what I've been told for so long was okay and was allowed yes. and it took me years to realize that I could have someone come in in the morning, someone come in at lunch, someone come in later or I could have someone for three days. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. for three days in a row. Um, and it's, it's taken me a while to realize the flexibility and to, to imagine and dream about what a good life actually looks like for me. Um, and so I would encourage people to dream, to listen to other people's stories, and to look at, you know, what does a good life look and what, and what do I want, and, um, and to look at all of the options and all of the choices and weigh up what are the right choices for you, but not necessarily, I think, to imagine that I've got to make one choice now and it's the only choice I can make long-term. Like, you can actually change your mind yeah. around the way you, um, have your services or use, employ people or contract people
0: or. So similar question to one that I've already asked, but what what would you say to people that would say, oh yeah, but that's Kylie, you know, I I, you. I I couldn't have a life like that. that. That's just Kylie. To not box yourself. Yeah.
1: Um. To not box yourself and not um. I was such a broken person, like the person I am now is not the person I was. Um, And I was terrified. I was terrified to speak up. I was terrified to have my first appointment with EGL because I thought I was going to come out with less hours and that it was not going to work for me. Um, I was terrified around speaking up and advocating for myself. I was terrified of it all. Yeah. I was absolutely terrified and mistrusting of all of it. Yeah. Because I had been so broken so many times within the system, um, yeah. and so I would encourage people to not look at me and go, well, it's good enough for her, but it'll never be for me, because yeah. I never thought I would be where I am now ever, either. And
2: it was steps. It was steps as well, you only yeah. did it in pieces. Like, it's taken you know, a process of a few years, and, yeah. you know, broken up into months, and I think that's all that anyone's got to look at. Like, if I, as watching you over these years, it's always been like, you take another step forward, yeah. breaking these preconceived ideas, and stepping into something new. When you, when you realize that change is possible, yes. that you can become someone different than people have told you you can be. That, that's all it took, just these small acceptance of actually, no, I'm I'm not bound by what people told me I could do or could be, that's cool. and I'm gonna take one more step forward. And it, it, they're small, they're not even like, all of a sudden, I'm speaking in front of people. It's like, you no, know, no, I'm I'm in an office building in the middle of town and having a conversation with one person. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, like everyone's life, it's a journey. It's just steps towards who you hope you could be. Yeah.
1: Or I'm emailing one person, but there's also been setbacks, and there's been times where I've tried to do something, and then it's taken. It's a lot of learning, and it's a lot of success and failure, and 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 building on that, and then getting back up. And yep. I think the key is being stepping back up or having and having my crew sometimes or having someone with me and just sit on the floor and cry with me, you know? Um,
0: I, I think the bit is that I, ha- <laughs> that I haven't touched on so effectively is there's a lot of mistrust for the government in terms of the policies they've created and the stuff they've done to us before maybe yep. and um, what, what I'm really trying to get to and what I want to promote, not not putting words in your mouth but ETL is really not that it's, no. c- it's and completely it's, it's completely different
1: and it's for people who <coughs> aren't even getting any services right now or yeah. who have never tapped into services for whatever reason before yeah um and it's not people holding the power over you you are actually being given the opportunity to make the decisions for yourself
0: so so for some people out there, they wouldn't even be able to conceive what we're no. doing with EGL. They'd no. just be like, I really don't understand what you mean. Because yeah. all the government has ever done is reduce my hours, reduce my funding, yeah. do this to me, do that to me. EGL is not that at all. One of the key things is that from the beginning, it was disabled person driven. Disabled mm. people wrote the policy yeah. that made EGL real. Mm-hmm. So. So, That's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if you know that, but yeah. it was actually a group of disabled people that wrote the policy that went to cabinet on that.
1: That's awesome. Yeah.
2: It's the whole thing of like, um, bringing people closer together, like the government mm. is so many steps away from you as an individual, mm. as someone sitting at home with a disability. But, but enabling good lives has, has brought it like a whole heap of steps closer to you and it's like civil society looking after civil society instead of the government reaching so far down <laughs> to try and be specific to who you you are. Yeah. Instead it's someone who's actually closer to you with a carer who's closer to you with carers that you get to choose and they get to be with you as a person and you get to choose.
1: It's not putting me in a it's not pigeonholing me into a box and making me fit that box anymore. I think what well, I understand um, from Egl is that it's, it's actually allowing the person to structure the shape that actually works for them around their lives.
2: Yeah. empowering individuals.
0: So we're probably at a good place to wrap up the interview now. But where can people find you online, connect with you? You know, you know that promotion thing again. Where yeah. are you? Where are you at, Kylie?
1: So I have a Facebook page, um, <laughs> which is Kylie Black Public Speaking. Yeah. Um, and i have a website launching soon which will be Nz.
0: that'd be awesome well thanks so much for talking talking to me on the podcast today it's been real fun
1: thanks jade it's good to be here